the, the main question that we always like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast. Currently, I love the momentum that downtown St. Charles has. St. Charles just seems to be getting better and better. It's a great place to raise a family. The feeling of the downtown area is really beautiful. It's always been so fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What's Up Downtown podcast. I'm Nate Went, your guide to all things St. Charles and your very best friend. Today, we are joined here on the podcast with Shane Kelly, co-owner of Flannery School of Irish Dance. Before we get into the hard-hitting questions, Shane, let's get into some easy ones. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Nate. How are you? Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day. You know, we're starting to get into the spring of things. So yeah, absolutely. Especially we're almost one week away from St. Pat's Parade. So. That's right. It's starting to get away from the cold weather. Yes. So it's a very, very exciting time to say the least. So let's start off with tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and do you live in St. Charles? Uh, so currently my wife and I, uh, we also have a, a two-year-old boy at home. Um, we currently reside in Naperville, but we've been okay. familiar with St. Charles um, since we've opened up the, the dance school. Now, my wife actually grew up here, so that that's part of the reason we ended up, you know, opening up initially there. Okay. And then, did, sorry, did you say where you were from? Yeah, so I'm from New York. I was born and raised in a town called Carmel, which okay. is about an hour north of Manhattan, about an hour north of the city. Nice. Um, so that's where I grew up dancing. You know, I, I moved out here in 2012 when my wife and I, when Katie and I opened the school. Okay. And so what brought you out to uh, Illinois suburbia? <laughs> it was strictly Irish dancing, actually. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I, was, um, I was actually working in Manhattan at the time uh, in the Empire State Building, so it was a bit oh, of a wow. change. Okay. Yeah. What um, were you doing there? Uh, it, was a, it was a sales job for an accounting firm. Okay. Business development. Nice. Okay. Um, and what are some things that you've uh, liked about St. Charles since you guys have moved here, especially downtown or just St. Charles in general? So St. Charles is actually very similar to Carmel, where I grew up. Really? Yeah, okay. which is something I, I really enjoyed. Um, so it wasn't too big of a change, although right. I would say, you know, the, the the personal aspect from New York to Chicago. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you uh, kind of adjust to that pretty fast, though. Right, especially the accent flips a little totally. bit. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take us through your history, as you talked about with the Irish dance. How did you get involved and uh, with Irish dancing? So both sides of my grandparents are from Ireland. Okay. And my dad was pushed into Irish dancing uh, pretty much for the culture when okay. he was growing up. So his brother, one of his younger brothers, ended up getting uh, into the competitive side of it. Right. And that just continued to grow. So I come from a family of six siblings. So I had an older brother and older sister already involved okay. when I hit about five years old, and I was uh, pushed into that too. Yeah, so very much a family yeah. uh, affair. It really was. Um, but we all ended up doing very well competitively and um, just kind of fell in more serious as time went on. Right. Was it always like friendly competition? Be like, hey, I got first place at this competition. I got, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, it was always friendly, you know, Um there, there's a lot of friendships involved. It's one of the best parts. Right. But the competition itself was always one of my favorite aspects. Okay. You know, besides Irish dancing, my most favorite things to do was football and wrestling. Okay. So just kind of grew up on sports in general. Right. You know. Um, but, yeah, the competition aspect is really what drives us. And that I, it's basically what drives our school at the moment as well. Okay. You know, we, we love to perform. Um, the best part of it is, is the friendships, as I said. But the competition itself is what kind of keeps things rolling. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, looking into new goals. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, and going along with that topic, you know, what are some things that you've learned besides Irish dancing, of course, and the techniques for that from your time as an Irish dancer? Um, 
like most competitive sports, I would say self-discipline is probably number one. Right. You know, all of the dedication that goes into it, it, it creates a totally different person. Right. You know, um, the relationships, uh, the friends that you make are the kind of relationships that last forever. Right. I would say I talk to more of my Irish dancing, you know, uh, acquaintances growing up as opposed to my high school friends okay at the moment yeah so very much like a you know team building skills right. and like social like social skills and yeah. being able to work along with people yeah because it's it's a tough sport too it really right. is um it, it kind of uh combines like ballet tap and jazz all into one and there's just more strict rules involved so it takes a lot of focus a lot of concentration right yeah. Well, and obviously you must have that in abundance because I saw that you uh, ha- were a two-time world champion yeah. and North American champion title holder. Like, Yeah. So that was something I, I dreamed of since I was probably, I'd, I'd say, at least nine years old. Okay. So I started at five um, and then didn't really become attached to it until I was about eight or nine. Okay. But once you see um, how far you can take things, you know, and, and then you're competing against people from other sides of the planet, you right. know, and um, it's it's invigorating. Okay. And I just kind of created a goal and just kept working for it. A lot of ups and downs along the way. Right. A lot of hard work involved, um, you know, along with getting up at, you know, 6 or 7 o'clock a.m. to go to school, whether you're in junior high or high school. Right. I was getting home from practice at about midnight, you know, and that was Gosh. three, four times a week. So it was tough to keep everything in line. You know, and then you have your, your sports practice after school. Right. So it's kind of nonstop. Oh, man. I bet your parents are very thankful at that time going, traveling <laughs> around all the different yeah, places. Yeah, I mean, I, I had my moments <laughs> where I wanted to just kind of just stop and just quit, you know, focus on another sport. But, yeah, they um they kept me in it, and they, they had faith. Yeah, yeah, having that support system is, yeah. you know, that's awesome. I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, and – so was that one of your favorite experiences, like being like competing at a world like yeah. class? Yeah, um, I mean, I can remember every world championship that I competed at, but the first time that I won was uh, that was a heck of a feeling, right? You know, it, yeah. when it all pays off. Um, same same thing with with nationals. I mean, I I won my first national when I was like eleven. Okay. Um, but moving forward, you know, time after time, and to keep the title, that's that's where all the stress falls into play. Right, and did you get like a trophy that's somewhere in the in your house? Yeah, or something, they're or? Um, national. The most local uh, or, or national championships are provided uh, like crystal and uh, okay. leather belts and oh you man, know, yeah, big trophies, and it's it's the same for the world championships. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. do you did you, did you get a leather belt out of that or I did for um oh, they had cool. to have one for nationals as well as one for worlds. It's kind of like that old that's wrestling really cool. belt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, wow, yeah, sort of like <laughs> boxing a little bit. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. That um, was um that was a big one, and then one of my other uh, favorite moments was in let's see this was in two thousand and three. Um, I was rated one of the top hundred Irish Americans in North America. Really, and we were yeah, and then uh, there was a couple other Irish dancers that had won worlds that year. Okay, um, that were invited to it, and we performed at the Plaza Hotel in Manhattan that year. Okay, and it, the honoree was Michael Flatley. So it was, um, yeah, it was it was a cool performance, and you know, just to be able to meet him and wow, you know. gosh, I mean, that's just so cool that you have all these experiences. Cause, it was, yeah, you know, it shows like very grateful how awesome that is. Yeah. So, um, and for those that aren't familiar, what is incorporated into Irish dancing? 
So the dancing itself, um, as I said, it kind of combines a lot of other types of dance, like ballet, um, jazz, tap. Uh, it, it all kind of wraps around one angle, right. um, but the rules are a little bit different. Okay. So if you're performing, it's all it's all fine. But if you're competing, which which we do focus on a lot, uh, one of the rules is you're not allowed to use your arms. You know, really? so you stand yeah from the waist up. You're pretty so much like kind stood of the... like a soldier. Okay. Um, gotcha. So that's something that takes a little getting used to, you know, if you've been involved with other types of dancing in the past. Right, right. <laughs> um, Throws in a little bit of a challenge to it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and it kind of, um, there, there's also soft shoe and okay. there's hard shoe. So the hard shoe that you see in Irish dancing, that's kind of like the taps. Um, and then the soft shoe is where you would see more of a ballet-laced shoe. Okay. Or for the boys would be a, a soft shoe with just a heel. Okay. No Did you have like a favorite between the two or... Yeah, I, I preferred hard shoe for the most part, probably. Okay. It's a little more fun. Um, yeah. Everybody's different, though. You know? <laughs> Everyone has their preferences. Yeah, so. I mean, if you want to hit your goals, you got to be good at everything. So it, it it doesn't matter how much you like one or the other. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Um, and so then going off of that, and then also your experiences with Irish dance. So let's talk about Flannery. So where did how did Flannery start? You said that you moved... From New York to here. Yeah, I was currently living in New York where I grew up. Um, I was working in the city at that time. Okay. But uh, my wife, Katie, um, we weren't together at that time. Um, she opened up. She was licensed in 2012. Okay. And she opened a school. And um, we had talked in the past about opening one together. Um, to backtrack a little bit, Katie and I met uh, on tour with Riverdance. Okay. So after high school, I went on tour in 2004. Uh, Katie was already on tour. Okay. So we met each other there, and we started dating almost immediately. Okay. Just um, clicked right off the bat? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we were we were always best friends. Um, after a few years, um, she was in New York uh, with me, where I was living, but we did end up parting ways for a little while. Okay. Um, stayed in touch, always friendly. And then as soon as she was licensed, uh, yeah, she called me up, and I just <laughs> took the opportunity. Wow. It was a big change. Um, also, to be out of dancing for, for a good five, six years, so to get back into it, I kind of realized it was something that that I missed. Yeah, you know? yeah, I missed all the the experiences and the memories. Yeah, I, I'm very much the same way. I was a cross country and track okay, runner yeah. throughout high school and college. And yeah, like I keep seeing five Ks around here that I'm like, ah, I just want to want to jump back into yeah, it. Yeah, right? but then yeah. I'm like, then I have to start running again. <laughs> <laughs> so I and that's that. quite the love story. I mean, wow, that's awesome. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's it it blew by fast, you know. Yes. But um, there's been a lot. Okay. Um, and so then let's talk about uh, Flannery. Where, uh, where are you guys located? So at the moment, we are in St. Charles off okay. of Dean Street um, in the Fun Republic building, actually. Okay. Our studio is just located inside that. And our Naperville location is located on um, uh, right off 95th Street. Okay. And 59. Uh, okay. And uh, what is the class schedule like? So our beginner class runs once a week. In okay. Naperville, it's on Sunday, 4.30 to 5.30, and St. Charles is Monday, 4.30 to 5.30. Now, after the beginner level, uh, generally, we do require uh, students, especially if you're going to be competing, that you take two classes per week at least. Okay. So that would kind of work into soft shoe and hard shoe. Um, okay. Those classes run from 5.30 to 7 p.m., and our championship class is scheduled from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., uh, the more advanced levels. Okay. So And, and our schedule is uh, you know, located on the website as well. Okay. And uh, what ages are taught? So we typically advertise ages five and up. 
okay. um, because it does require a lot of focus and concentration, right. at least with the atmosphere that, that we provide. Uh, but we do have a number of four-year-olds that have joined and, you know, continued to progress at a rapid rate. Okay. And then does it go up to, like, uh, like teenage or to adults as uh, well? At this or? point, it can go, yeah, I mean, um, I think the the oldest dancer we have right now is 20. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the uh, competition age groups are end up uh, over 23. Okay. You know, so... Yeah, you'll see 25, 26, 27-year-olds competing at the World Championships. Okay. And where do you, like, have a lot of those uh, performances or the um, – I apologize for the – you just said the word, and now I'm blanking on it. Yeah, but the, the uh, other competitions. Yes, competitions. Thank you. <laughs> so the competitions are held all over. Um, initially, when you're first getting into it, you would compete locally. So okay. there's a lot of small, smaller local competitions. We just got back from a, a, a larger one that was in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Love Lake Geneva. Great yeah, town. I mean, there, there's one in Gaelic Park that'll come come up in a, in a few months from now. Okay. So they, they kind of pop up on and off throughout the course of the year. The regional championships, which is always held over the Thanksgiving weekend, we just got back from that this past year. That's also a qualifier for national and okay. world championships. Uh, we had four dancers qualify for the world championships this year. Okay. Like individually or as yes. a... Okay. Yes. Individually in their age group. Okay. So that's held in... That's the Mid-America Championships. This past year it was held... Um, um, see, next year it's going to be in Schaumburg, but this past year it was just held in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So it'll be in Schaumburg next year, which is nice. It's, it's close. Um, right. National Championships is always held somewhere in North America hosted by one of the regions of the Irish dance organization that we belong to. Okay. So the one coming up is going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh. And that's always held in July 4th week. Oh, gosh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, quite a lot on it the, is. the schedule. <laughs> it is. Uh, the World Championships is typically always held out in Ireland somewhere. Right. Last year for, I think, just the second time in history, it was held in America. It was actually held in North Carolina. Oh, wow. But we're heading off to Dublin in April for that one. Okay. Well, we'll have to see about bringing that here so then you guys don't have to travel yeah, it, as much. It would so. be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back after this short break. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Break Between the Podcast. This is Nate Wendt your guide to all things St. Charles and your very best friend, coming to you from the podcast room here at the St. Charles Business Alliance offices in the Municipal Building. Hope you all are having a great day. Uh, we had an awesome episode here with Shane coming in today to talk about the Flannery School of Irish Dance here in St. Charles, so very lucky to have him in because Flannery School of Irish Dance will be in our upcoming St. Patrick's Parade. Uh, that'll be coming up this Saturday, so... Make sure to come on down to St. Charles. Come watch the parade. It kicks off at 2 p.m. here on Main Street. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have lots of Irish bands. We're going to have Irish-themed entries and other exciting uh, entries throughout the parade. So make sure if you're able to come here, come for the parade. Before the parade kicks off, we will have a movie over at the Arcada for everyone to come enjoy. It's a free movie. Uh, come see at the historic Arcada Theater. It's a great opportunity, uh, especially because the Arcada is such an amazing venue. Uh, we'll be watching the Luck of the Irish, a Disney original movie. Uh, so if you are able to come, come see Luck of the Irish. Come see a small performance from uh, Flannery School of Irish Dance. And then uh, we have the parade later that day. So it's going to be an awesome Saturday of, of activities. Beyond that, I wanted to also thank everyone for coming up for Restaurant Week. 
I was able to get out to two restaurants that week in, in downtown St. Charles that were participating. Uh, so it was, it was very cool to be able to see everyone out there supporting local business. So uh, let's all try to keep that momentum up. Try to be in the local businesses outside of restaurant week because we have really amazing restaurants, retail, and more down here in downtown St. Charles and throughout St. Charles in general. Beyond that, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, if you have a chance, make sure to like, subscribe to the episode. It means a whole lot if you're able to do that. So it just takes one little click and you can make my whole day. So appreciate that very much. Beyond that, we also recommend that if you want to find out the latest news about downtown St. Charles, subscribe to our What's Up Downtown newsletter. It's an amazing newsletter where we compile information from various restaurants, retail, and more down here in downtown St. Charles to give you an idea of what's going on downtown. So just like this podcast, but giving you more of a general idea. So if you're able to, go to our website, www.stcalliance.org. Subscribe for that newsletter and get all your St. Charles information in one place. That's all we got for the Break Between the Podcast. Let's get right back into learning more about the Flannery School for Irish Dance and what's up downtown. But so let's talk about uh, what are some things beyond dancing that students can learn at your studio. You talked about your own experiences, what you've learned. You know, are those pretty similar? Yeah, to what? I, I would say almost exact. Um, they're guaranteed to learn that that self discipline. You right. know, to to build fun relationships and and learn all about hard work and and earning that reward. Right. Okay. Very nice. Um, and is there one experience that you had during your time as a dance instructor where you were like, you know, this is this is where I feel you know, where, where everything just kind of clicked. Yeah, there, those moments happen all the time. Okay. You know, and, and I don't want to say they only happen when you see one of those kids earn that medal or, or hit that goal in competition because there's so many days that go by where I'm sitting in class and watching, you know, somebody who you never thought would do something or perform a move so strong, mm-hmm. you know, with, with such ambition. And when that happens, it, you feel really grateful. Right. I'm sure you know? it's got to be very moving when, like, yeah, as you said, someone that's like has maybe struggles with a move for a long time and yeah. is able to accomplish it, like just kind of like yeah, hits you right in the chest. And you're like, yeah, yeah, and and especially when you know um, that they can do it, they just have to kind of find it in themselves, right? And, and you can sort of guide them there. Yeah, I mean, I've always been appreciative of coaches and teacher teachers because like yeah, they always find the best in people like you guys. Like the fact that you're able to bring the these kids and uh, dancers to world class uh, uh competitions and uh to world-class level is incredible to say yeah the least. i mean it took time you know it really right. did uh we didn't just we didn't just get there right away right it's it's a process for sure and, and you're building a business at the same time right um so there's a lot going on with it um but fortunately both katie and katie you know also did very well for herself growing with competition right. she took fifth place at the world championships one year um, and I think she might have done that with a broken ankle. Oh my gosh! You know, so <laughs> she 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 there's has a her will, there's a way. she has her fair share of uh, stories and accomplishments as well. Okay. You know, and and she uh, none of this would be anywhere possible without her. Okay. You know, with her really getting things off the ground and moving. Yeah. Um, was it hard to adjust going from uh, dancer to teacher? Or did you find that process was you know fairly you know sh- not streamlined but you know accessible? It it was <laughs> tough. Um, I've been assisting and, and teaching my own classes since I was about 19, okay. on and off. Um, but then being out of dancing and, and working in the corporate world for some time, right. you, you miss a lot. 
and these trends and, and different movements uh, you, you sort of get lost on. Okay. You know, so when we got back, we had all of the fundamentals still still locked in. We could run a solid class. But I think now we're getting to the point where we're really mastering choreography, you know, okay. and, and kind of originating our own thing. Yeah. Is there like a favorite move that you have or something that you like feel is really popular to teach or anything like that? Um, probably just the fundamentals. Okay. You know, all of the advanced fancy stuff, y- you have to learn the basics before you get to that point. Right. You know? <laughs> So it takes time. Yeah, you got to build the foundations before you can build exactly. get that castle in the sky. Yeah, so. but okay. but you definitely keep that dream. You know, always keep those ideas. But yeah, build upon it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so let's talk about your upcoming performance at the Arcada. So tell us about that. Yeah, the Arcada performance is always a blast. We've been doing that every year since we've been open. Gen- uh, usually in the past, they've always had other dance schools from St. Charles performing. But this year, um, it'll just be the Irish dancers performing. Mm-hmm. We're scheduled for 10 a.m. on March 14th. Okay. And then afterwards, they're going to be uh, displaying a, a, an Irish Disney movie. I believe it's called yes, Luck of the Luck Irish. Luck of the Irish, yep. So that should be real fun for all the kids, too. Um, so the performance will run about uh, 20, 25 minutes, half hour. Okay. And that'll be the majority of uh, our show dancers for, for this year. Um, a lot of dancers are also uh, either busy or, or just kind of stacked with work already, like the world qualifiers. Right. You know, they're training, you know, at minimum six days a week anyway. Okay. So they're going to be joining in some smaller performances this year, but not in not in the big ones. Right, A little right. too much work. Okay. Um, and is there anything that like about the Arcada that you like when you're performing there, or? Um, I I mean it's a beautiful theater without yes. a doubt, and I love that the the younger kids get a chance to stand uh, out there on that big stage, you know, yeah. with all of the the yeah, lighting and everything. Yeah, seating. You get it the is. It, it's a great yeah. experience for them, uh, um, and especially if they have goals to perform in professional shows later on. Yeah, it's always. A, I mean, just the fact that they have that option available, like the Arcada, is always so awesome. It they is. Do it is such an, a marvelous job yeah. over there, and they're also friendly with how they handle yeah. everything. And you know, we're we're very lucky to be able to partner with them on this. It's and, great. It's great, and, yeah. and it prepares the students for future competitions. I mean, when in the major championships, you know, they're performing uh, competitively in front of hundreds or even thousands of people. Right. So it, it gives them an edge. Yeah. Do you find that it's uh, very, like, intimidating for some of the students to be like, oh, we're performing at the, the Arcada. This place is, like, 900 seats. Like, Yeah. it. Um, yeah. And, and nerves is a big part of Irish dancing, too. Right. As much as any competitions and such. Yeah. And they have to learn to work through it. Uh, one of the tougher things about teaching is when you see a, a student that can dance so well, uh, but they let the nerves get to them, you know. Okay. So, but but you all, it's also great to watch them work through that and then get past that one day, right? You know, and perform to the best of their ability. And then will we be able to see you guys afterwards at the St. Pat's parade? Or yes, we'll be at the parade. Perfect. Um, and then after the parade, we are pretty much going to be all around. Okay. <laughs> In uh, pretty much every town within a within an hour driving <laughs> distance. Okay. You've been involved with the St. Pat's Parade before. Is there anything that you like about marching in it? or? Yeah, marching um, Marching is a blast. I mean, we get everybody together. All of the parents and, and the friends and family join together. It's just a lot of fun, you okay. know. Have you done any uh, St. Pat's Parades in other communities? And if so, how does the... Uh... Yeah, we, we marched in Naperville last year. Okay. Um, but this year it would have caused conflict with, with other parades and, you know, shows right. that we're involved in. So, um, you know, we definitely wanted to choose St. Charles since we 
this is kind of our home ground. Yes, and we're very much happy to have you. I mean, yeah, having so you guys in the parade is going to be so cool. Yeah. So for everyone that is on the fence about seeing it, you'll be able to see Flannery School of Irish Dance there doing their amazing dances down the street. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and is there anything that you would recommend for people who haven't been in the parade before or haven't seen the parade before? Um. I mean, I would recommend just, um, well, dress accordingly just in case. Yes. I mean, last year we had some rain. You know, this it might get a little chilly. The forecast is 53 and partly cloudy. So All right. It's well, looking great. It so is. knock it's, on wood. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Um, other than that, just uh, I would say just, you know, get ready to have a have a great day and just keep it casual. Yeah, we're very excited because we, uh, we're looking to hand out some Irish flags, looking to have some green mustaches for That's everyone. That's it. It's have, a great so day. Make it fun for everyone who attends. There you so. go. Um, all right. Well, Shane, you've made it through the gauntlet of questions. Excellent job. So we got one more question for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. If you were king of St. Charles for a day, what would be your first proclamation and why? Um, you know, like I said, St. Charles is very similar to the town that I grew up in in New York, um, which I'm very grateful for. More, or very grateful for. But So there's not a lot I would change um, okay. except – possibly making sure McNally's handed out their Irish breakfast for free. <laughs> we'll see how they feel about that one. But <laughs> maybe we have one day where McNally's brings out all the, like just comes and makes breakfast for the whole town or something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> I like it. So awesome. Well, Shane, you did an excellent job. Thank you for coming on the podcast Thank today. You, uh, we're looking forward to your guys' performance at the Arcata Theater uh, on Saturday. So uh, well, we uh, would like to thank all of our listeners and, again, to Shane for coming in today. Well, that's all we have, so we'll catch you guys next time on What's Up Downtown.